So let's say hypothetically, you could have sex with the back end, and it's guaranteed to be the greatest sex you've ever had, but you'd never know if it was a horse or a centaur. Hmm, you know, that's uh, pretty intriguing. Uh, if I'd really never know, I, I guess I would. It was a horse. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was a horse. Deal with it. Chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest, fuck yeah. I'm guessing Harry Potter and the gang go into a forbidden forest, despite the fact that it's forbidden. That'll show those fuckers. So, the chapter starts, and things are looking bad for Harry Potter and his friends. They were caught sneaking around after hours. Like, these kids have nearly been killed by a three-headed dog, nearly been killed by a troll, one of them is still recovering from a poisoned dragon bite, Harry spent his childhood being alternately tortured and neglected by his extended family, and they exist in a world where the very foundations of reality are being constantly bent to the will of those who possess magic. I do not care if they are sent to the principal's office. Those are not stakes that interest me. And so then Professor Catwoman comes in, and she is with the weird sad kid who lost his toad, and the weird sad kid who lost his toad is like, Harry, I overheard Dracula kids say that you had a dragon. And Harry's like, yo, what the fuck, weird sad kid who lost his toad? Snitches get stitches out here on the street. Snitches end up in ditches out here on the street, is what Harry says to him. And then Professor Catwoman is like, okay, so here's my theory on what happened. You all lied to Dracula kid about a dragon just to fuck with him, and he believed you. And then the weird sad kid who lost his toad heard Dracula kid talk about it, and he believed him, too. And then the narrator decides to be like, Poor, blundering, weird, sad kid who lost his toad. What a pathetic dummy. Like, basically for no reason. The, narr the narrator just does not like weird, sad kid who lost his toad. And then Professor Catwoman thinks that the fact that the four students were out of bed at night is, like, the fucking worst shit that has ever happened at Hogwarts. Even though incredibly horrific shit happens constantly, and this is not, like, anywhere near a big deal. And then Catwoman deducts 50 points from Gryffindor each. And once again, may I remind you that the points don't matter and are completely made up. They're here to learn wizard shit. No one cares if fucking Hufflepuff takes home the trophy or whatever. Like, I legitimately can't think of an aspect of this story that I care less about than the points. It makes no fucking difference whatsoever. None. Slytherin wins. Don't care. Ravenclaw wins. Don't care. None of this shit matters. It's all dumb. And then we get another wonderful example of the narrator not giving a shit about the reader or the story or any pretense towards plot because after Harry and the gang loses the points, the narrator is literally just like, oh, and now everybody in the school hates him. They used to like him and now they hate him. Even the stupid Hufflepuff people who like everyone hate him. They don't show anyone hating him, mind you. There isn't a scene where a student demonstrates his hatred of Harry. No, they just hate him, we are told. So then Harry is just like walking along and he happens to hear... Quirrell looking all weird and pale and Harry is like I promised myself I wouldn't get all weird and intrusive into the lives of other people but so he goes back and he tells his droogs about it and Ron is like let's try to stop this shit ourselves and Unbossy Girl is like 
Actually, let's not. Let's go to Mumblecore like responsible ass normal people. And of course, we know this formula by now, so there's no way in hell they're going to Mumblecore because it's like, oh, what does the girl want? Let's just do the opposite of that. And here he's like, Mumblecore won't believe us without proof. The world's most famous wizard isn't going to be able to do any fact checking on his own, so we have to do all the heavy lifting. And instead of then just following his own advice and trying to get proof, Harry's like, so let's just drop this whole thing. And man, wouldn't it be amazing if the book just ended right there? Like, they learn about this crazy nefarious plot, and then they just go, eh, none of our business. And then the book ends. That'd be great. Why don't books do that? And then the next day, they go to get their notes, telling them that they, like, have to go to detention. And for some reason, Harry and Unbossy Girl are both just like, yeah, we deserve detention. Keep in mind, what they were doing was smuggling a dragon that the fucking groundskeeper, an employee of Hogwarts, was illegally raising. And they knew it was incredibly dangerous, and they also wanted to have compassion for the dragon without getting Hagrid in trouble. And they were incredibly resourceful and came up with an elegant solution that harmed no one and took care of the problem, and it went off without a hitch until they were caught running around like dorks. And they think that this means that they deserve detention. Their fucking bullshit detection meters are completely out of whack. They have just internalized the idiotic rules of Hogwarts completely. And so then Filch leads them all off to detention, and on the way he's like, my philosophy is that torture is the best way to raise and teach children. I still have the chains in my office from when I used to hang students by their wrists for several days. I'm not making this up. The administrator is literally admitting to torture the physical remnants of which he still keeps in his office. Where the fuck is the Hogwarts HR department on this? Seriously, this is not okay. This is sadistic and awful, and just another in a long litany of reasons that Hogwarts should be fucking burned to the ground. And so they go out to the forest, and Filch is like, your punishment is that you have to hang out with Hagrid in the forest for an evening. And, oh, also, by the way, I hope you all die, and you probably will die. And Hagrid is like, okay, Filchy, time to shut the fuck up and leave. And so Filchy shuts the fuck up and leaves. And then Hagrid is like, okay, your real punishment is you have to help me find a wounded unicorn and kill it. And then Hagrid is like, uh, let's split up so I don't have to deal with the dumb Dracula kid. Also, I'm not sure why Ron didn't also get into trouble, but he's not there for some reason. It is Harry and Unbossy Girl and Dracula Kid and the weird sad kid who lost his toad. That's it. Those are the only people here. Ron isn't there for some reason. I forget. I don't even remember what happened, why that, why Ron isn't there, but Ron isn't there for no reason, really. And so Dracula Kid and the weird sad kid who lost his toad take the dog, and they go one way, and Unbossy Girl and Harry and Hagrid go the other way, and Hagrid is like, shoot red sparks if you're in trouble to the other kids. And so then they go out and look for whatever is hurting these unicorns, because there's like dead unicorns, they're like bleeding unicorns all over the place, and uh, that's bad. And so I'm going to call it right now, Snape is the one doing it, because you probably need like unicorn guts or whatever to get past the magical barricade and get the philosopher's stone and they hear a noise and they get all like scared because they think it's like a unicorn killer but it's a fucking centaur and it this whole chapter is like feels like the author just like fell down a wikipedia rabbit hole of mythical creatures which i mean come on we've all done that and so the centaur is named ronin and he was just like out shopping or whatever he was just he was, like, probably at Ogbesians and such, and he's like, Mars is bright tonight. And Hagrid's like, okay, Psycho, uh, you you see anyone hurting unicorns? 
And the centaur is like, It's always the innocent to die first, always the old and rich who lead us into violence, and always the young and poor who die. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, this dude's like the fucking Bernie Sanders of centaurs. He's like the fucking Karl Marx of centaurs. And so Hagrid is like, okay, buddy. And then uh, Centaurl Marx is like, the forest hides many secrets. And then they hear a sound, and another fucking centaur comes out. Two motherfucking centaurs, guys. Two. This is the best chapter by far. And then Haggard is like, oh, hey, Bane. And apparently the centaur's name is Bane. And Bane is like, I was born in the darkness. And then he looks up, and like, apparently in obligatory centaur custom, is like, Mars is bright tonight. And Haggard's like, no shit, dude. Bernie centaurs over here just told us that. And so then they leave the centaurs, and Harry's like, who are those weirdos? And Hagrid is like, fucking centaurs, man. They're weird as fuck. And then they see red sparks, which probably means that the weird sad kid who lost his toad is, like, dismembered or something. And then it turns out it was all a big prank, because Dracula kid, who was scared shitless of werewolves earlier, like, literally, like, shaking in his boots about werewolves and didn't want to go out into the forest, he decided to pull a goof on the weird sad kid, and the weird sad kid shot up the red sparks because he thought he was in danger, but, like, Dracula Kid was just fucking mortified five minutes ago, and now he's joking around and razzing the weird sad kid who lost his toad. This is some bipolar shit. I don't want to diagnose him or anything, but this seems like neural atypical behavior. And so Hagrid is like, okay, we're switching teams, weird sad kid is with me, and Harry has to go with the dog and this idiot. Like, Hagrid literally calls Dracula Kid this idiot. And so Harry and this idiot go out with the dog, and they find a dead unicorn. And all of a sudden, a hood figure, uh, like a hooded figure, starts drinking the unicorn's blood, and Harry, like, gets a big headache, and then he passes out, and he comes to, and a fucking third centaur comes out, and is like, you alright, buddy? And Harry's like, yeah, I'm cool. And the centaur is like, aren't you that Harry Potter fella? Nice to meet you, I'm Fiery Centaur Guy. And then Fiery Centaur Guy gives him a ride back to Hagrid. But then Bane and the Socialist Centaur see them, and they're like, Yo, dude, you have a human on your back. That is some animal shit. Don't do that. That makes all centaurs look bad. You gotta be a role model to your people. And then the two centaurs, like, argue over centaur ideology in this weird, like, heavy-handed way. Like, we are centaurs. As centaurs, we must not conspire against the heavens. Centaurs like us are concerned with what has already been foretold. We must continue to be all centauri, like good-ass centaurs that we are. And then fiery centaur guy is like, Yo, I disagree with your assessment of our mission and duties as centaurs. Then he leaves with Harry still on his back. And then later fiery centaur guy tells Harry that killing a unicorn for its blood is like no child's play. The only people that do that are people who have nothing to lose or everything to gain. And he's like, do you know anyone like that? And then Fiery Centaur Guy is like, let me clue you in to how drinking unicorn blood works. It'll save your life, but you'll have a cursed life, a half-life, a shit life. And Harry's like, well then why the fuck would anyone want to do that? And Fiery Centaur Guy is like, okay, look, here's what's going on. That hooded dude, that was Voldemort. And he is about to die, so he killed a unicorn to drink its blood, but his assistant, Snape, is going to give him a Philosopher's Stone elixir, which will erase the cursed life of that stuff, and he'll be back to life and fully powerful in no time so that he can kill you. 
but like pretend that I told you this in riddles and you figured it out on your own, okay? And Harry's like, okay. And then Bossy Girl is like, Harry, there you are. And then uh, Fiery Centaur Guy is like, hey, so centaurs have been wrong before, and you better hope that we're wrong this time because if we're right, you're toast, big guy. And he gallops off. And so then they all go back and they tell Ron what happened, and Harry's like, so as soon as Snape gets that stone, it is curtains for you, boy. And Umbossy Girl's like, but centaurs are basically the astrology of the forest, so they don't know shit. I wouldn't worry too much about it. And then Harry's like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed. And so then he goes to bed, and he finds the invisibility cloak all neatly folded with a note that says, just in case, as in, just in case the centaurs are right, and Voldemort is going to try to kill you. And that's the end of the chapter. And this chapter has three more centaurs than every other chapter, and so for that reason alone, it is by far my favorite chapter. Now I honestly just want a book that's just like a Jonathan Franzen-style family drama about these centaurs. They are so much more interesting to me than anything that is happening with Hogwarts. There's these fucking centaurs that just like think about the moon and shit, and there's clearly like this like post-Marxian issue among the centaurs about, like, the inevitability of the historical dialectic. Like, clearly Bane and the other one, Fuzzy, or whatever the fuck the other one's name is, are, like, like, Kautsky and, and Bukharin of the centaur world, and they think that, like, historical progress is, like, determined and inevitable, so we don't need to do anything. Whereas, like, Fiery Centaur Guy is, like, like, you know, uh, Antonio Gramsci or, like, Lukács, or, like, you know, trying to, like, rescue Marx from the determinists. Or, to put it into Christian theology, Bane and his buddy Fuzzy uh, are Orthodox Calvinists, and Fiery Centaur Guy is like Karl Barth, like, trying to rework it to do away with predestination, because we're all kind of, like, pretty sure that predestination is bullshit. Anyway, this is the most excited I've been since, like, the Christmas chapter. So, my my recommendation for the narrator, if they want to improve this book, um, more centaurs. The, the more centaurs the better to be honest with you all right that's all i got 